What up, Clock Dodgers? It's your boy, Neil. I've been gone for a little bit, took a little break, but I'm back full in effect. This episode, we're just going to catch up real quick. Nothing too serious, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Clock Dodgers Podcast. Clock Dodgers Podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? Man, it's been a minute. I apologize for the break. I know a lot of you have been hitting me up on Twitter asking, hey, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? I apologize. I took a little bit of a break. Things have been going on. Everything from family, kids, work, mental health break, revamping things and, and adjusting just just a bunch of you know craziness and and that's what life is about right like i know every everyone who's listening right now has those periods where they either need a break from something or they're you know deciding to adjust things and change things and they want to you know um adjust the approach and so that's just what i've been doing i've just been you know messing around with some things and like i said busy with family work all other kinds of stuff so i just wanted to get back in here get back in the swing of things I missed you guys. Um, you know, again, shout out to everybody who's been hitting me up on Twitter and Instagram and all these places. Hey, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? It's not over, is it? It's not over. No, no, no. It's not over. You don't have to worry about it. I appreciate it. You know, listen, hey, you guys are why we do this. It's why this podcast exists because I love connecting with y'all. So I would never, I would never just give that away. I would never let that go. I love y'all, man. So since, I mean, let's, I, I don't, even, I don't even know where to start in terms of you know, what's been going on this episode. I'm just going to kind of use it as a, a catch up episode, uh, you know, to kind of get things going again. Nothing too crazy, nothing too in depth, nothing too. Uh, you don't need you don't need your notebooks out. <laughs> just just some good reconnecting, some conversating, some catching up. Act like you bumped into an old friend at the store. You know, what I mean, that, that kind of that kind of vibe. So, um, I mean, since we last spoke, I drafted in the Scott Fishbowl. I've done some fantasy auctions in, in my dynasty leagues. I've been just, like I said, um, some new projects. I actually started working uh, with Rival, the DFS app. They're they're releasing an app. They're launching it uh, when the NFL season kicks off. So I've been doing stuff with them. So if you file, if you uh, want to check out uh, at Rival Fantasy on Twitter or Instagram, whichever one's your you know your thing, uh, you can follow there. I'll follow, we'll follow back on there. Um, it's a DFS app come coming out um with you know some of the, some similar games that you're used to in DFS but also some stuff that you're not used to some new stuff um so it's a lot of fun a lot it's really exciting so um I launched a podcast for them you could check that out uh like I said on Spotify and all those things rival podcast rival fantasy sports I believe it's under and then um I also launched a Raiders podcast Raiders only podcast you guys know I'm a diehard Raider fan it's I bleed silver and black that's all there is to it it ain't ever gonna be no other way so I said, hey, you know what? Why don't I just launch a podcast for the Raiders? So I just kicked that off. The first episode dropped the other day also um, because I just want to talk Raiders all the time on that podcast rather than, you know, my bias always bleeds through here on Clock Dodgers. <laughs> you guys know my Raider bias always bleeds through. Um, my fandom knows no bounds. But still, I wanted to do a dedicated um, channel for the Raiders. So rather than put it on the Clock Dodgers feed, I started a new podcast feed just for that. 
So if you're interested in that because you are a Raider fan or because you just want to check it out and support, which if you if you would go to it just to subscribe, you don't ever have to listen to an episode. It would mean the world to me. If you'll go and leave a review just off of what you know from Clock Dodgers, it'll mean the world to me. Um, it's called What Happens in Vegas. So if you just search What Happens in Vegas on the feed that you're listening to this on right now, you'll find the podcast. You just hit subscribe, leave a review. Um, I love you guys. You know, I really appreciate that if you do that. Um, if if not, you know, like I said, we all know a Raider fan, right? We all know Raider fans on Twitter. Um, share it with them. It's called What Happens in Vegas. Uh, and we just, just strictly Raiders content. Raiders, you know, from wh- whether it's from, you know, previews game previews game recaps um maybe talk about some of the players just from a fantasy perspective just for the raiders um or you know a lot of the the the, the narratives and the stories and the raiders and pop culture all that kind of stuff so it's, it's gonna be fun um but if you're a raider fan you gotta go there man it's like it's got it's, it's the it's the number one hub for you now but if you're not a raider fan your support like you do clock dodgers would mean the world to me uh whether you just share it out or if you just subscribe or leave a review whatever the case may be um, it would mean a lot, but it's, it's the same clock Dodgers flair. Of course, just it's all Raiders. Um, but yeah, so those are two new projects that I was working on. And then of course, like I said, I've been doing my other work, um, editing podcasts and creating intros for people and doing all kinds of stuff. So I've been busy outside of family, my kids, all that great stuff. Um, they're still not in school yet. So their school doesn't start for like a, uh, less than a month, but, um, you know, them being home, obviously, it's, it's hectic sometimes, so <laughs> it keeps me busy. And now uh, we're here, though. We're here. And the best thing I, I kind of I do kind of want to talk about really quick um, my my Scott Fishbowl team because I didn't get to speak about it when I drafted them. And I think it's funny because I want I want to talk about how I built it, what I what I put together. If you're not familiar with the Scott Fishbowl, it's a special league. It's my favorite league to be a part of, honestly, in fantasy. Um, it's not, it's just a, a redraft league every year, thousands of, you know, uh, analysts and fans of fantasy, um, take part in a draft There's you know, tons of divisions, all this kind of stuff, conferences and everything. And at the end, you just hope that you win that whole thing. And it's, it's an, it's an impossible task. It feels like the best I've done was finish 10th in scoring overall for the entire league. I didn't win anything. I didn't win the whole league or anything, but I did finish 10th in scoring, which I'm still proud of. I hang my hat on that still. I'm trying, trying to catch that flame again. But um, this year, you know, it's 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 a it's a league where you can start multiple quarterbacks, so two quarterback, and then basically, you know, running back, wide receiver, tight end. You can even use kickers this year. Um, it, it's it's a lot of fun. You'd have to go to the website to really get into the rules and and, and the roster setup. Uh, I highly suggest you try, you know, to get in this league if you're not in it for next season. Uh, you can go to the website and sign up for that as well. And the, the main thing about it is it's for charity, you know, donating to charity. And that's the main cause behind all of it. It's, it's the motivator for the whole league. But uh, it's still fun either way. You know what I mean? So just for bragging rights, you know, just so you can, you know, talk that talk after you've beaten thousands of people or beating your division in a competitive, a highly competitive league. Um Shout out to everybody who's in the Tupac division. That's the division I selected. But, uh, yeah, I drafted Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston at quarterback. I believe I got three starters there. Sorry uh, for those who believe in Taysom. It's not it's not my jam. Uh, I believe Jameis Winston is a starter in, in uh, New Orleans. So I do think I have three good starting quarterbacks. I have uh, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, A.J. Dillon, Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, Tavius Murray. And Cam Akers. So as you can see, 
I went into that thinking Dalvin Cook, Cam Akers, Josh Jacobs, my three workhorse backs, and then Cam Akers gets injured out for the season before the season even starts. So that does put a damper on my running back position. Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs can't handle the workload. Um, and then I'll just, you know, use some of these other backs to to put in work or maybe waivers. Uh, at wide receiver, I got uh, Robert Woods, Juju, Jerry Judy, Kenny Galladay, McCall Hardman, John Brown, and Lynn Bowden. A, a fun group for me, man. I, li- I like everybody in that group. I don't draft players I don't like. I don't go, oh, what a value, even though I don't like you. I don't do that. I, I draft players I like, especially in a league like this where you can't trade. Um, there's no point in me drafting players I don't like and I don't have confidence in. At tight end, I went uh, Irv Smith Jr., Blake Jarwin, and Will Disley. I waited for tight ends for a while and figured that, well, Irv Smith, I, I like a lot. I like Irv Smith more than the regular fan like Irv Smith. I like him, Adam Troutman, guys like that. So that's the range that I'm drafted in a lot this year. And so Irv Smith is who I went with first. And I have confidence that Blake Jarwin will take over in Dallas and uh, Will Disley will get a lot of opportunity in Seattle uh, this season as long as he can stay healthy. So I feel good about my tight end spot. I don't invest a lot in tight end uh, in this. If I don't, if I don't get Darren Waller, <laughs> I don't care really where I, where I end up. I just look for high upside plays. And I did actually draft some kickers. It's the first year they're using kickers in the Scott Fishbowl. I went with Tyler Bass and uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. I felt like they're interesting flex options, especially now that my running backs are, you know, a little, little damaged. Uh, maybe I might have to slide one of these dudes in there for sure. So we'll see how it plays out. It's fun. Like I said, it's a unique league. You'll have to go look at the settings and stuff. Go to the website, Scott Fishbowl. Um, just Google it. It comes right up. Um, it's too much to get into as far as the details. And plus, we've done that on the podcast, on this podcast. We've talked about Scott Fishbowl, like, I think, the last three or four years. So I don't want to, you know, reiterate all the rules and the scoring and everything for people who have been listening forever. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, shout out to you, man. Uh, appreciate you if you're new. Uh, but if you, if you can go back and listen to some old episodes that we have, uh, Scott Fishbowl episodes, cause I don't really want to, um, it's, it's a lot. It takes like a whole episode just to talk about the rules and the settings and why it's unique and, and fun. Uh, but if you check out the website, it'll make a lot of sense. Other than that, I did some, um, I did an auction draft, recently a dynasty auction draft yeah you got some rookies i mean it was a, it was a rookie draft so the league is already you know running and functioning um so so i so i added some rookies to the team on one of my on one league that i was in um but i've been a little bit slow on drafts this year i mean i haven't gotten crazy into it i haven't done a lot of best ball or anything like that um but i'm excited about it man i'm excited about you know the teams that i got i already you know i'm a championship bound team round year of the year you always have to re- you always have to keep your team in that in that in that in that space in Dynasty, right? Where you're competitive, you're not too old, you're not too young. I don't do that whole rebuilding stuff. I don't sell everybody off and just, you know, start from square one. I like to keep my team competitive. I like to feel like I got a chance every season. At the same time, my team isn't too old. It's not too young where I can't compete. So that's where I'm at with all my dynasty leagues. All, every dynasty league I have right now, every team I have, none of them are like full rebuild mode and none are like, you know, we're so old that we're past, you know, an opportunity or, or all old dudes. And I'm just hoping this is the last, you know, last run. And none of them are like that. They all got a good mix of everything. So I, didn't, I don't have to, you know, be too crazy on them all year round uh, because I feel confident already with what I got, you know, what I got going there. Um, some of the recent things that are happening in football are interesting. Some of the conversations that I'm having on Twitter. Um, I do want to talk about that also before we wrap this episode up. Like I said, this is just a catch up episode. Also, 
um, at some point before the uh, season kicks off or yeah, probably before the season kicks off, I'm going to be starting a Patreon because I want to do more episodes of the Cloud Dodgers podcast, but it's hard to do them all um, and just keep throwing out all that content and not doing anything exclusive or, or special. Um, I, I see a lot of Patreons taking place and I like it. I like the idea of it. I like how it works. Um, and so I want to do exclusive content. So I'll likely have a Patreon set up before the season starts um, that I'll, I'll give you guys the link to um, when, when it's ready. If you're looking to, um, you know, join a membership and get a little extra, a little more content um, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, also, shout out to everybody on YouTube, too. I've been throwing the episodes up on YouTube. I've been sprinkling in video here and there. Again, it takes a lot of work um, to do the video stuff. So it's got to be like worth it. But um, I've been sprinkling in uh, video on YouTube as well. And again, a lot of love and support on there. Uh, whenever the episodes come out, you know, sometimes I record them with video. Sometimes I don't. Um, but, the, but the subscribers have been going up on there. So I really appreciate y'all for that as well. Um, other than that, just some some headlines really quick that have been uh, grabbing me in terms, like I said, conversations I've been having on Twitter and things like that. I wanted to address some of them. Um, the first one is preseason football. I keep having these arguments and these debates. Everyone keeps arguing that preseason football doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's basically practice. It's a glorified practice. You know what I'm saying? That's what people say. Um, I agree. I agree to an extent. The, the reason why we get this counter argument like this, such a strong animosity, animosity, animosity towards preseason football is because there's fans out there who are so into the fact that if a player balls out in a preseason game or even all preseason long, that they're amazing. that They're going to be a star, that they're a stud. And it's not the case. It's not the case. It's also on the flip side where if the player doesn't do well, it doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean that they're not going to play well. Um, so, you know, this is this big conversation that keeps going around and around. I, I will tell you now, if you follow me on Twitter, you will see me sharing highlights from the preseason. I love preseason football. I think it's it's cool when players do what they're supposed to do in preseason, when they check boxes. It's important. It's important for you to show up even in a scrimmage. It's important for you to show up even in practice. It matters how you execute on plays when you're supposed to make them. So if a player is not doing well all across preseason, there's a reason why teams cut them because it's just not working. <laughs> so, yeah, it matters. It doesn't mean your player is going to be a star if he does well, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. So for those, you know, on Twitter who are like, ah, these people getting excited about, you know, one play, these people getting excited about one game. Fuck. Yeah, we're excited, man. That shit is cool. To see Justin Fields ball out, that shit's cool. To see Trey Lance throw an 80-yard bomb, that shit is cool. I'm not going to knock that. I want to see them boys ball. So, yeah, I believe it matters. I believe it matters that Trey Lance is doing what he's supposed to do, what they want him to do. I believe Justin Fields is good on him for doing what he's supposed to do. We got Andy Dalton out here talking crazy, talking about he's the starter, this is his time. Man, Justin Fields better keep balling. Preseason two, three, four. Key balling, bro. Show them that hey, listen, you don't want to, you don't want to bench this upside. Andy Dalton ain't got this ceiling. He ain't got it. That's what this preseason is for. So don't say it don't matter because it does matter. It may be what determines why your team starts to play or not. It shows, like for instance, as a Raider fan, um, you know the Raiders, their offense is weird, right? In a sense that it's productive, but there's never like a wide receiver who 
you know, well, not not never, but like Darren Waller gets so many targets and so many yards and so many touchdowns that there's not really a wide receiver necessarily that fills that same spot like on, on typical teams. But like last year, Nelson Aguilar had, had had pretty good numbers, for instance, but he's gone now. Right. So you go, OK, well, who's going to replace him now? Obviously, when a player leaves, it doesn't mean the next player just fills his production, but that the, the targets are going to go somewhere. Right. And so, you know, a team like the Raiders, they lose Aguilar. They start adding guys, John Brown, you know, uh, Sneed, a bunch of a bunch of players. Right. And. I think, OK, Ruggs going to step up. Brian Edwards going to step up. Waller's going to do his thing. The running backs are going to get plenty of work. Who else is going to, you know, get wide receiver targets? Renfro. Is it possibly Renfro who, who's got, you know, Jalen Ramsey salty? It, it is funny too. side note here, how everyone capes for Jalen Ramsey. It's hilarious. You know, Jalen Ramsey wasn't playing full speed. You know, Jalen Ramsey wasn't playing his hardest, bro. Who goes to practice in a scrimmage and doesn't play their hardest? Who, who does that? Who goes up against another man or another woman or whatever you're doing and doesn't go their hardest? Hey, that's on you, man. If that's really what you're doing, if you're selling yourself short out here in front of all these people and in front of your opponent, that's on you. But 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 give Hunter Renfro, you know, his his, his credit. He he beat your boy. He beat Ramsey all over the place. And that's okay. You know? It's okay. Jalen Ramsey's amazing. So this is no uh slander to that, but I just seen people tweeting in like defense of Jalen Ramsey. He don't need your defense. He don't know you, bro. <laughs> he don't know you. He don't need your defense. Let him show up at practice today or whenever you're listening to this and, and, and re-up, you know, uh, to counter that. Let him beat up Renfro a little bit. You know, get his, get, his, get his shots in. But at the end of the day, you know, the Raiders are looking to, obviously, someone's got to fill some of these targets. Somebody's got to fill some of these touchdowns, some of this production. We need to see it go somewhere because if it don't go somewhere, then the Raiders' offense ain't going to look so hot. But a player like Zay Jones, was out there on the first drive of the game. He caught some big plays, right? Preseason, it don't matter, Neil. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, bro. At practice and the scrimmage against the Rams, Zay Jones was making some big plays again. Ah, Neil, it don't matter. It's just practice. Jalen Ramsey is only going half speed. Yeah, I hear you, bro. But when I had to determine and project out in fantasy, who are some sleepers? Who are some players who are going to you know, get an uptick in production, uh, whether through a, a narrative or a situation? like that or through you know data or film or whatever supports it and zay jones is one of those guys who i feel like the raiders really like john gruden came out with saying all these great things about him so when you're asking like hey neil who's a sleeper this year that you like who's a who's a player that you feel like will you know surprise some people who's someone i could draft super late as basically free zay jones zay jones is one of those players so that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about um and you guys know i love narratives you know i love stories you know i love the stuff that can't be documented on data on a spreadsheet. And Zay Jones is that for me. <laughs> so, um, you know, those are the kind of players we always talk about here. The players I love here, man, you know, the players I always endorse, um, not just Raiders, just in general, those are the kind of players I endorse. So, um, you guys will hear that all the time here. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about. I don't know what I was talking about initially that brought this about. Was it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the day, all that matters is, Stop defending Jalen Ramsey. He don't know you. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. Um, again, I just wanted to do this episode, guys, just to kind of touch base with you guys, reconnect with you guys, let you guys know what I've been doing, what I've been up to. It's not the show is not over. It's not gone. I apologize for the break. I just needed it. I've been doing, you know, and 
doing a lot of content for Clock Dodgers, and I just needed to take a step away for a little bit. And like I said, re readjust on some things. So you'll be seeing some some changes in terms of, um, you know, the show. And of course, remember, guys, this isn't just a fancy podcast either. This isn't just fancy football, dynasty football, DFS. It's not just that. Um, we talk about everything here, you know, pop culture, interviews, all kinds of stuff. So you'll be getting all that content as well. Um, and like I said, some of it, you know, we'll figure out the Patreon thing uh, to get even more content. So see, guys, the break, the step away was to bring more back. <laughs> it was to bring extra when I come back. So that's what we're doing here. Um, that's what I've been working on. So I've been game planning and I just needed to step away from the content creation part of it for a second, just so I can get a full grasp of what I was trying to, you know, make happen for us for the clock Dodger audience and family and, you know, listeners and everything else above. So, um, again, if you're looking to, you know, speak with me on a daily basis, clock Dodgers on Twitter at clock Dodgers or on Instagram, uh, I'm there every day, all the time. You can reach out to me on there. Obviously, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you won't miss an episode. These will be churning out now. So if anyone was, you know, wondering where the podcast is before, you're not going to be wondering anymore. And I hope you love me. I hope you like hearing this voice because it ain't going to stop now. So you got to be, you know, when you, you know, when you were little and your mom said, be careful what you ask for. When your dad, be careful what you ask for, son. <laughs> That's what he was talking about. You, you asked for it. Nah, you didn't ask for it. I was going to be back regardless. You did ask for it, but I'm back regardless. Um, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of these. And again, if you're looking for just more content, the Rival podcast I was talking about, um, the What Happens in Vegas, the Raiders podcast, you know, there's all different avenues and lanes and just, you know, to find me. So, um, you know, again, I appreciate you guys' support. I appreciate you guys checking on me. I appreciate those who interact with me on a daily basis outside of the podcast, just on Twitter and everything. Uh, either way, we're going to get this thing popping. It's back rolling. If you missed it, it's back. You don't got to miss it no more. I appreciate, you know, our our our, our friendships, our relationships, our interactions on a, on a daily basis. Um, shout out to you guys. Again, more content coming. It's going to come now. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of stuff. So don't don't be mad when, you know, clock doctors, you get an alert every day on the phone. New podcast, new podcast. It's going to be hard to keep up. Um, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. And remember, listen, keep your mental health top of the line, front of the line. Always your health is your number one priority, your family, all that good stuff. So don't don't be afraid to take a break on your end either. Yeah, I mean, I know it's hard when we're trying to get to the top of something when we're trying to, you know, give people nonstop effort that those things can be ignored. So don't don't do it. I didn't do it. You shouldn't do it. Nobody should do it at all. You know what I'm saying? But um, shout out to everybody again. And uh, another episode dropping soon. <laughs> As always. Be kind, be great, keep dodging, 